is Passion for Your Passions, a podcast about what makes life worth living. I'm Krista. And I'm Julie. And today we're talking about the Rings of Power. For this episode, because we kind of failed to talk about Lord of the Rings this year, but we still sort of wanted to as much as we were ready to, uh, we decided that we would talk about the new TV show, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, uh, for many reasons, one of them being that this show has gotten quite a bit of controversy And I think it's just kind of an interesting one to see how two people who are pretty big Lord of the Rings fans, how we feel about it. What is The Rings of Power about? Just a very, I don't know, one sentence summary. So The Rings of Power is about a few things. (laughs) Um, It has a lot to do with Elrond and Galadriel's part of their uh, history and story and it's about the forging of the great rings including Sauron's and kind of talking about the history of Sauron and a few pieces like that uh I'd say that's the gist of it like it's history of certain characters you probably should know and then just the general like building up to the rings of power for the elves the dwarves the humans and the one true ring Yeah, but it's basically, um, so traditional Lord of the Rings, it's in the third age, whereas this one is set in the first age, so it's like, I don't know, like a thousand years or something like that before the events of Lord of the Rings. So, like, yeah, Galadriel and Elrond are there, but, like, pretty much everybody else is not characters who you would know, (laughs) From the original one, which is an interesting way to tell a story in a way because, you know, it does separate you from the original Lord of the Rings and you can, you know, tell stories that don't necessarily have to be breathing down Frodo's back. (laughs) Right, but it does allude to, like, family ties and lineage from the characters from Lord of the Rings. So it's kind of a nice, you get a little bit of both. So you get the feeling of those characters and their family members, you know, eons before, while also just having completely new characters that can do different things and have different stories about them. Okay. So with the basic explanation out of the way, I kind of wanted to start with our initial thoughts about this. Like, so there was obviously um, some trailers that came out And then, you know, talking all the way up into the first episode. Because I will say, for me, when I saw these uh, trailers coming out, I was very unconvinced. (laughs) I was like, I am going to hate this. I can feel it in my soul. Something is not right. Um, And I know a lot of other people had kind of similar feelings about it. I know people were not the most happy with how Galadriel was presented, particularly in the trailers. I will say, having watched it, 
I'm fine with Galadriel. She didn't like, I don't know. It wasn't as weird, I guess, as I thought. Or maybe, I don't even really know if I was weirded out by Galadriel. I just know a lot of people were. (laughs) Right. I am the type, I try to stay away from trailers for things I care about. It's kind I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm obsessed. Like, Dragon Age, I look up everything that pops up about Dragon Age. But when it comes to, like, when the Harry Potter's movies had trailers, when the Lord of the Rings have trailers, I try to just stay away from them because I just know I'm going to have some opinion that's going to affect how I view the show based on one little stupid thing from the trailer or hearing about people talking about it. So I basically only knew a handful of things, and that was that they were spending way too much money on this, which was exciting, and the kind of rough timeline of when it was going to be. Yeah. I, I guess, like... From what I understand, and, you know, maybe I should preface this in a way, I am not, when it comes to Lord of the Rings, I am not a background person. I have not read The Similarian. I know, like, that's maybe offensive to some people. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's not really something that does it for me. So, all of that being said, I don't really know much of the background of Galadriel myself. I know that some people were upset because of her basically being a warrior, which I don't know if she is in the Similarian. I'm really honestly not sure. Um, but for me personally, I thought it was fine. Like it didn't, it didn't offend me. I thought she did a good job. I thought she was similar to Galadriel. I mean, that's kind of the thing about Galadriel and Elrond is they're not exactly the same. Um, now, getting more into the first episode, <laughs> uh, I felt in the first episode that all of my fears were confirmed, because I will say, if you do watch The Rings of Power, you should probably watch past the first episode, because I fucking hated the first episode. <laughs> I hated the first episode. It was, everything was wrong. Like, I didn't like, the only thing I liked was that Galadriel looked right like that she looked and spoke the way I thought she should or would everything else is like oh I hate this like down to such minute stupid details like it was just it's kind of like when Aragon became a movie and they're just these little details that would have cost them nothing to do that they just skipped that I was like why why on earth wouldn't she be an elf you literally just had to point her goddamn ears like why and so in Lord of the Rings it was so many things like that that I just It's like, why did you purposely do that wrong? Like, I don't understand. And I felt like none of it felt right. It did not feel like Lord of the Rings. It didn't feel good at all. I hated the first episode so much. Yeah. I mean, is there, do you think like there's anything that you can put into words about it? Because for me, I'm really just, I'm not sure. I can't like figure out why I hated the first episode so much. Like other than there being a few things that I felt were too corny, basically. To me, one, first and foremost, it did not feel like Middle Earth or Lord of the Rings or anything like that. So when you watched, like, the first Hobbit, it still felt like Lord of the Rings. It still had that feeling. It had the music. It had just the, like, contrast and lighting. Like, everything about it still felt mostly like Lord of the Rings, just enough that you felt home 
while Rings of Power, it was like nothing about it felt like Lord of the Rings. Not how they spoke, not how they looked, not the music, nothing about it felt like Lord of the Rings. It just felt, it felt more like Game of Thrones than it did Lord of the Rings. And I hated that. I hated that so much. Even just such a small detail as the music, the music sounded like the B side of the Lord of the Rings album and just off. Like it just wasn't right. Yeah. And I mean, I will say for me, I don't know if it ever got to full feeling like Lord of the Rings to me, but it did get better. I, there were some moments, there were some things that I did enjoy. I think like probably for me, the biggest highlight was probably Elrond and and Durin. Yeah. Uh, their, their kind of, like, friendship was very, it was very nice, and I think it was well done. I would agree. I'd say the thing that just bothered me the most, so I definitely like episode two more, and I think that's mostly because I just hate how the elves are portrayed. Every scene with, like, mostly elves, I'm like, well, this is terrible, and I hate this. Like, the one-offs, like you were saying with Elrond and Durin, like, that's fine when they're... With the dwarves, that's perfectly great. I love the dwarves. They were done very, very well. In fact, better than they were in The Hobbit for the most part. But every single scene, like just how the elves look, the elves, where they live, how they speak, everything about them doesn't feel right. And I really dislike it. (laughs) Yeah, I think mainly for me, it's because of the king. Mm. I forget what the king's name is right now, (laughs) but that I don't think I liked him. I think that he really messed it up. Yeah. And this is really random, but I don't like how small Elrond's face is because, like, Hugo Weaving's face is not small. And so I don't like (laughs) the actor they picked is just, like, looks nothing like him to me. No, I mean, I agree with that. I I think, like, he did do a good job with the Durin stuff. I... I do kind of get it to a certain extent because I think it probably is kind of hard to cast someone who looks like Hugo Weaving. But yeah, he's not like my favorite choice. I just ended up liking the direction that went with him. I mean, a lot of the other actors that they picked, I thought were good. Besides, I guess, one that maybe we'll speak about at the end, depending on how spoiler-y we want to be. But yeah, I was like even surprised by like after a couple episodes I realized the the Hobbit girl, I was like, "Oh my gosh, like she really looks like Frodo." <laughs> <laughs> like I was like I was very surprised by that. And there there were like quite a few characters who I was like, "Huh, like they really they picked like a person who makes sense for this." <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of the Hardfoots and the the Hobbit-esque peoples they all were cast very well the humans i've liked um the main characters minus the elves galadriel looks right but just as it progresses i don't see her in that character but you could argue you know it's two ages ago the youth and whatnot so i don't that doesn't bother me per se like i said elrond just looks nothing like elrond to me (laughs) (laughs) That just kind of irritated me a bit. But I'd say the best part about it is the Hobbit characters. They, I like their perspective on that and how that moved through Middle-earth because usually Hobbits don't have a lot of 
hand in the history of Middle Earth up until they do, and then they're like the main focal point. So I do like how they did that. Yeah, and the Hobbits were definitely a weird one for me because they were one where I thought I was going to hate it. And then I kind of ended up liking it towards the end. Now, though, to go on a low light, I will say, and I, I still don't think like I ever really caught what his name is, but I'm going to call him Hot Elf <laughs> because <laughs> to me, he looks exactly like the hot robot from Detroit Become Human. I don't believe it's the same guy, but like that is what he looks like. <laughs> oh, the one that's with the human girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he does look just like him now that you pointed out. I'm literally playing Detroit Become Human right now, so it's hysterical. Yeah, he looks just like him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, oh, well, uh, there's, I mean, there's some differences, but, like, he looks enough like him. <laughs> <laughs> but I could not be convinced to give a shit about what Hot Elf was doing. Yeah, no. I really <laughs> wish they would have just cut that part out. <laughs> because... I just, like, I I could not care. (laughs) Right. And, like, even when they were, like, towards the end, you know, they were, like, talking about, like, oh, here is the land, and now the land has become a different land, and it was just (laughs) so over the top, like, about them being, like, this is what has happened. I was, like, okay, like, I have a brain. I figured it out. (laughs) Like, I know what happened. When Galadriel mentioned that town it was like oh shit's gonna go down i didn't need to witness it (laughs) just yeah i don't really care about hot elf and his weird relationship and son i don't know they were kind of weird about that i can't tell if like that kid is supposed to be his son or if it's just like now his elf stepdad (laughs) i don't know (laughs) it was weird Yeah, I haven't actually finished the series, so I don't know what becomes of them. I tried, and I just, I found myself just not caring. Like, it wasn't even, it got better. I'm not going to say it didn't from episode one, but I just couldn't care, like, about anything that was happening. Other than, like, I literally just started the whole friendship with Durin and Elrond. Like, I think I'm two episodes into that. And... Agreeable, that is nice, and I do like that part, but anytime it's not there, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but I, I've i read some of the Silmarillion. The Silmarillion is super hard to read. It's it's worse than a textbook and how, like, it talks and how you go through it. And I've more or less, like, kind of gone online and deduced history from it rather than just reading it go all the way through. Because I think I got halfway through and went, you know what? I have no idea what I'm reading. Like, <laughs> this has done nothing in my brain but just reading words. So I know pieces, but I will say the timelines are not the same. So, like, Galadriel's timeline is really different. Like, she's supposed to be married with kids at this point in her journey, but she's specifically not in the show. And so there's a whole bunch of little things that, like, I don't know what they're trying to do with it, so I can't really say what was fact and what isn't, per se. I don't know it that well. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like I said, it never really quite hit the same for me as Lord of the Rings. I think it's probably, at least for me, one of the better Lord of the Rings. Like, that's not the main story. 
Lord of the Rings. Because I have this issue, and I think I've spoke on this before, that, like, when there is something presented to me that is not the main story of Lord of the Rings, but it's, like, Lord of the Rings skin, I just... It, it does nothing for me. <laughs> Doesn't compare. And I want to say that, like, I think that the reason why, and this TV show had a little bit of this, too, is the story itself and the world is very bland. And, and that's not to say that, like, the background isn't interesting, that it doesn't have this history and, like, all of this stuff. It does. And, like, it's rich and it's nice, but, like... A lot of the story is good guy, bad guy, good guy wins. Mm. And there's not really a lot of girls. Um, The bloodshed is very tame. (laughs) Like, uh, just so much of it is the tame versions of things. And I think, like, for me, the reason why the main story works so well is because it has a lot of heart to it. And that is the main reason. I mean, like, you get all of this stuff, like, um, how J.R.R. Tolkien, you know, he was in World War II, and he brings a lot of that to the Lord of the Rings. Like, the whole struggle of Frodo, like, basically being kind of like a stand-in for that, where Frodo is doing everything he's doing, even though he's pretty sure he's going to die, and he talks about this many, many times, that he is certain he will die, that he's doing this because he wants the Shire and, like, his land and the things that he loves to still be around, even if he won't get to enjoy them. And I think, like, that heart of the books really just kind of saves it from... You know, some of the other things, like the other games or, like, other things that I've played where it just really kind of, it doesn't hit the same way. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, it does, because the, the show, because, I mean, I haven't watched the ending, but I know at least part of what happens. Um, the show is not so much about that as it is, it's like, it's more like time travel, if you ask me, where it's like, would this have happened if you didn't do X, Y, Z? Or is it fate? Is it this? Like, it's more of the discussion of the the weavers of time and what, if what you did, if you just left or if you just did this thing, would you brought this on, the thing that you're avoiding? And like, because it's really fixated on Galadriel and her whole role in the how Middle Earth is functioning and such. So I think it is missing that component to keep it to feel like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think I think really the story of Lord of the Rings is the heart of it. And I think like sometimes when people make these adaptations, they miss that. Like it's just like, oh, people like this because the world is cool. And it's like, eh. I mean, I'm I'm sure some people like the world a lot, but I don't think that that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the meat and potatoes. That's, like, just the herbs. <laughs> well, well, I do want to talk about the ending and some, like, minor spoiler-type things. But if you would like, you may uh, have a story time of your own. Story time! Okay, so we'll give you a story time 
so that you have a little laugh. So if you haven't finished a show and you don't want to hear spoilers, you can cut out right after the story time. I think that's fair. (laughs) Fair. So I'm going to tell you about one of the worst days of my life. (laughs) And I do mean that in a comical sense. It's not like, you know, my life changed forever that day. It was just a bad day that just kept happening. And I just find it to be a funny, lighthearted story nowadays. So I was a freshman in college and I was driving this beat up old Corolla. It was very like, I ended up getting a brand new car shortly after just a gift for my parents for going to college locally. But I had a beat up 2000 Corolla that I got pulled over all the time because it's a common drug vehicle. And I'm driving in a sketchy part of town, like a part of town I never walk in, like I specifically only drive in. And there's a hill with a stoplight. And so I've stopped. And then my car just shuts off. Like, it just dies. And I start rolling down the hill. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I ended up, like, pulling to the curb and putting on my emergency brake. And I called my dad. I was like, uh, so this just happened? And we had AAA. So he's like, okay, I called AAA. And they're going to come pick up your car. And I said, okay. And I got out of my car to check like that I parked in a way that wasn't in the way or whatever and didn't think about it but I never took my keys out of my ignition because my car just stopped I didn't like shut it down or whatever and I locked my car instinctively because I'm in a sketchy neighborhood so now I'm locked out of my car (laughs) and I'm just like awesome like this is gonna be great and so I just sit on the hood of my car waiting for the tow truck just hoping I don't get shot like it's fine (laughs) And I'm missing class, obviously. So it's just like, yep, it's one of those days. And uh, it just starts pouring down rain. And I'm just sitting there like, yep, <laughs> this is about it. Like, I don't even move. I just sit there like, nothing to do. I have to stay with my car. So it doesn't really matter. And the tow truck gets there. And then he tells me they have a specific rule. They're not allowed to drive us anywhere. Like, they just take our car. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I just kind of assumed I got to go with you with my car. And he was like, he just looked at me sad, soaking wet in the rain. Like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) And he's like, I'll drive you to somewhere. And I said, thanks. He's like, I'll just take you in the car. And he unlocked my car and just let me sit in the car, like (laughs) on the trailer. (laughs) And so drops my car off and tell him things. And then I get inside and I have to work at GameStop that night. And so I get changed and I still have like my shoes on that I was wearing. So they're only a little bit wet and I didn't really care. And my mom takes me to work. I get to work and they have to change out merch like the, um, these signs. Nobody likes to do it. Cause you have to get up and down a ladder and they're not intuitive. Like they're very complicated, weird plastic mechanisms. You have to try to figure out how to get some cardboard paper in there correctly. And I got in and my coworker at that time had broken her foot. So she obviously couldn't do it, even though it was her job to do it. And she's just like, Hey, so we got to do that tonight. And I was like, of course we do. And so I go to get the ladder And there's, like, stuff on top of it. I had no idea that there was, and it all falls on top of my head. (laughs) I was just like, "Ah!" (laughs) I just crumbled. I told her all about my day just before that. Then she hears me grumbling, and I just suck it up. I'm like, just keep moving. Just get through the day. Just kind of keep moving. And I walk out the door, and then my shoe just breaks. Like, it it was mandals, and the sides just ripped out. 
out of nowhere. And I just shook my foot to see that my soul was loose. And I just went, oh, man, like really sad. And my coworker just starts dying laughing. She just starts laughing so hard because I've just had literally the worst day. And I start laughing and we both start crying. We're laughing so hard. And then she stops. She's like, wait, are you crying because of your bad day? And I was like, no, it's from laughing and kind of my bad day. And she's like, oh, okay. And then we're just both laughing and crying for like way too long for something so stupid. And then I go to like do all the merchandise and it's just as annoying as I described it. I'm like cussing on this ladder trying to get everything right. And I ended up duct taping my shoe together because I'm going up and down the ladder and it's really annoying to deal with like a broken sandal. And then I get down doing the last piece of merchandise and my other shoe just rips. And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> just like <laughs> both shoes duct taped, had a big bump on my head from all the shit that fell on me. My car is broken down. It was just it was a long, sad, sad day. <laughs> yeah, that's always the thing about you, though. I think we've talked about this before, that you have a lot of luck and then no luck. <laughs> yeah. And then one day it's just gone and my life's just shit. <laughs> And yeah, and then everything goes bad. That's how it's been since I was a kid. I don't know why. Somehow, magically. All just... of the things fall on your head. Your shoes break. Your car <laughs> breaks down. You're in the worst part of town. Yep. I missed class. It rains. Like, it rains. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, for everyone who has stuck it out this long, this is your... Last chance to leave before spoilers for the Rings of Power. I said spoilers. Weird. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers! <laughs> Evade. Evacuate. Okay. So, the... I would say the last two episodes are better. Particularly the last episode. Because, um... Now, I don't know how much I want to spoil for you, just because I don't want to, like, completely ruin it if you do end up watching. Well, the... I was gonna say, the two things I know is the character with the hobbits does not turn evil. Um, and the suspicion is, at least amongst people, since he's still part of the Ashtari, more than likely, they're guessing that he's one of the wizards, possibly the blue wizard. Uh, since, like, Sauron comes from the same type of lineage, and that doesn't the guy, the human that Galadriel grabs from that island, he turns into Sauron? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. That's That was the big spoiler, which, that, they actually did pretty well. Like, weirdly, they did. I was surprised by that. He did a good job. But um, what what was weird about that is I said from the beginning that that guy looks tremendously like Aragorn and that it would be a huge, huge, ginormous waste if he was not related to Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> and he is not. <laughs> Which is so freaking irritating. They might have done it on purpose to lead you to that. Because, I mean, the idea is kind of right now that he's supposed to lead men and, like, all this stuff. So it makes it seem like he's going to be, like, a lineage from Aragorn. So maybe that whole thing was intentional just to make you kind of blindsided to him becoming Sauron. Yeah. There you go. I'm just saying it is a giant waste. But I think, like, the last episode... They did a lot of things really well. Like, it was definitely, um, 
probably one of the more cinematic episodes in turn too. Like, and I think like it was cinematic in the good way. The last episode, I think, is at least worth it if you ever do get interested again and you want to see what all the fuss is about. But, I mean, I think overall, I would probably give this season, like, I don't know, like a 5 out of 10. Like, because there definitely were things that worked, but then there were other things that didn't work. Like I said, we could just cut Hot Elf <laughs> just completely because honestly, I I don't really understand that part. <laughs> it was weird even at the end um, because I think basically he's maybe in like the third to last episode and then he doesn't come back for the last two. <laughs> and it's like, what the? <laughs> Why do I care what about the this? Hell? Why <laughs> did you put me through this? <laughs> Why did I bother wasting my time? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really don't care if he gets with that girl or not. <laughs> Especially because, like, they make him really weird anyway. Like, I don't know. I know some people like elves. They're like, oh, they're super attractive, all this kind of stuff. But, like, with him, he's so bland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basic. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, no personality. <laughs> That's why he couldn't get another elf. He had to get a human. That's that's the whole yeah. thing. I feel like no matter what, Tolkien is bad at writing romance. So that might be part of the issue. <laughs> is that that's <laughs> supposed to be like the romantic component and true to Tolkien. They're like, we don't really know what this is or how it's written. Like Tolkien only knows how to be married. He doesn't know how to do the buildup. <laughs> yeah. And so that's always a funny thing. And maybe that's why it just feels so awkward and unnecessary because he's like i think that's all unnecessary just be in love or don't <laughs> like be there forever or just quit i don't know what this whole like chasing each other and waiting is <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair i felt like aragorn and arwen were fine like they weren't horrible it was a little weird i it's guess just but like not so it's not as weird it's not as weird as Hot Elf. <laughs> it's no. very weird with Hot Elf. But I'm just saying, like, that's kind of, like, when people ask about Aragorn and Erwin, they're like, how is it in the book? And ask to have more details. You're kind of like, nah. Like, <laughs> that's, it's pretty awkward. Like, it's just random. Like, they'll just be thinking of each other or whatever. And you're like, what? Like, you just, it's not obvious in the books either. It's just, like, this weird component. So I'm, I'm betting on that. Like, I can find excuses for a lot of these things. But ultimately, like I said, I just found that I didn't care. Like, I was just watching the show because I wanted to be prepared for this episode. And that's it. Like, I didn't actually enjoy it um, other than random scenes. Like I said, I like the hobbits. I like the dwarves. And then everything else is just kind of like, all right. This is, yeah. Like this is I it. said, if you ever feel up to it, I would recommend maybe the last episode. <laughs> just skip. I think, like, that one... <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't think, like, you're going to miss that much. I mean, you know the story. You know where this is going. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I'll, like, watch the last episode and then I'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and then uh, get back to me. <laughs> yeah, just be like, so how I feel. <laughs> yeah, let me know if there was any part of it. Because I think that the last episode was probably my favorite one. And, I mean, I my biggest hope... Like, for the future, overall thoughts, whatever, is that if they make more seasons, which they probably are going to, that, you know, 
They lean into some of the stuff that's good and pull away from some of the stuff that's bad. I mean, I know with most TV shows that the first season is a little bit like them just trying. So I just really hope that they learn from it. And I think that there is some good in the Rings of Power. It's just not, it's not a perfectly polished stone. (laughs) I don't know. It's, so I make the excuse for animated shows and for comedies that the first season's really weak, especially comedies, because you have to learn what's funny in the show. You have to learn the inside jokes. But for fantasy or action or drama, season one's usually like awesome. Like that's why it survives and so I, I am worried. Like, I don't know if they are going to get better or if it's just going to be teetering along while they still are in the green until they're not. And a lot of shows are doing that right now. Like, they have the new Game of Thrones that I didn't even bother to try to watch. And based on, like, just skimming what I see online, it's like there's a couple characters that are doing really great and then everything else is kind of... And... I don't know. I'm not very hopeful. (laughs) I guess is what I'm saying. I have actually been watching the Game of Thrones and I like it, but it's mainly because of the story that they're telling and the story that they're telling is very gray. It's not the kind of story that would be for everybody for sure. And I will also say somebody I'm not sure who, but somebody had some balls to put these two on at the same time. Yeah, to compete against these. Because what the fuck was that? (laughs) Fantasy. Bam! (laughs) I bet it was like a a bet between Jeff Bezos and whoever owns HBO. (laughs) Yeah. Like, who's going to get it? It's like, well, I have Game of Thrones. It's like the number one thing that ever happened. I'm like, I'm going to do a fucking Lord of the Rings show, you piece of shit. Like... And who doesn't have Amazon Prime? That's what I thought. Like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess it's weird for me because I can't think of, like, as many shows where, you know, like a drama where maybe I didn't like the first season. But then again, it's always always weird for me to think about TV shows that are dramas anyway because, honestly, it all just kind of blurs together and I can't really, like, (laughs) distinguish seasons. But, I mean, I definitely feel like there are some shows where I'll watch it and I, like, see the potential. And I'm like, okay. I mean, because even honestly, maybe not that you would remember this specifically, but I I watched Game of Thrones, like, pretty recently. Well, okay, not that recently, but, like, I didn't watch Game of Thrones the same way that everybody else did. I watched it, like, three years ago. (laughs) Um, All of it. Um, But... The first season of Game of Thrones is a bit weak, actually, <laughs> um, because they didn't have a lot of money. And that was like at the time in Hollywood where people really didn't trust fantasy TV shows. So like there's plenty of times in Game of Thrones where it'll be like, oh, yeah, there was a really big battle. You don't get to see that at all in any capacity. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I remember Game of Thrones being pretty good because I didn't. Someone tried to get me to read the book and I hate that author. I hate how he writes. I hate everything about him. And so I was kind of like, and then I watched that season. I think I started watching after season two was out. So I think I did power through and watch like the first two seasons was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Uh, But I mean, 
There's explainable nuances, and then there's I spent $5 billion on this show, and it doesn't feel or seem like it should be. <laughs> on the next episode, we're going to have the wrap-up for the year. Guys, we're tapped out. We hate everything. We want to call it a wrap. So we're just going to give you that end-of-the-year like special, and you're going to deal with it because we're tired. <laughs> deep my ass (laughs) yeah not everything can be helms deep for sure nothing is helms deep but helms deep it's the neil part of battles (laughs) yes which i don't wait what does that mean (laughs) the neil part of battles oh wait oh okay oh my gosh i was thinking of freaking i'm so stupid i was thinking of pert happily when you said that and i was like what no (laughs) <laughs> but it had the cadence of a joke <laughs> yeah I, when you said that I was like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> now Neil Peart the drummer <laughs> the drummer yes I oh my gosh I'm having a day it's okay <laughs>